We need to remember that our First Amendment includes two religion clauses, and we must respect them both. Not just the free exercise clause, but also the no establishment clause. These two clauses sit together and thus demand balance. Welcome to Baptist Without an Adjective, a podcast of Word and Way. I'm your host, Word and Way editor and president, Brian Kaler. On this program, we'll hear from Baptists from across the denominational, ethnic, national, and ideological lines that too often divide us. At Word and Way, we've been informing and inspiring Baptists since 1896. Learn more about us at wordandway.org. This episode is sponsored in part by the Cooperative Baptist Fellowship. The Cooperative Baptist Fellowship has valued theological education as a vital component of vocational ministry preparation for more than 25 years. It puts these words to action by investing in students who are current and future ministry leaders in CBF Life. The fellowship awards up to 70 scholarships annually to Baptist students enrolled in the Master of Divinity degree program at an accredited institution of higher education. For more information about all that CBF offers students, visit cbf.net slash seminary dash resources. In this episode, we're going to do something just a little bit different. A couple weeks ago, I testified in a hearing at the Missouri Senate. I want to talk about this bill because I think it's actually an important issue, not just here in Missouri, but across the country. Perhaps one of the most significant religious liberty church-state issues that we're seeing at the state level right now deal with what would be considered religious exemptions during pandemics. You see, there are state legislators who are looking at coronavirus and the fact that we're not even yet out of this pandemic, and they're already trying to figure out how to make it even harder to stop the next pandemic and to keep people safer. And I find this to be such a frustratingly problematic attitude, but it's happening across the country. And one of those ideas that we're seeing in several states would be to prevent government officials at local, county, state levels from issuing any type of order that would apply to religious gatherings to houses of worship. We've had a lot of conflicts across the country in courts about government orders that held churches to mass gathering bans that were being applied to others. And the courts have held that as long as these mass gathering bans applied to both religious and secular gatherings, that they were constitutional. It was not targeting or unconstitutionally infringing on our free expression rights. But for some legislators, they want to go further. They want to take away the right with these religious gatherings of governments to be able to issue these types of orders. So, for instance, there's a a bill in Arkansas already passed the state house. It's headed to the Senate that would do this. There's another one in North Dakota that has passed the state Senate and so is headed to the house. And then in Missouri, there were three different bills on the Senate side. After I testified these three bills and a couple of other bills about businesses and other types of restrictions during pandemics, we're all kind of put together in one bill, and it did pass the Senate committee after I testified. And so they're, they're, they've been proposed in other states, but these are the three states, Arkansas, North Dakota, and Missouri, where we're seeing some action right now during the legislative sessions. So like I said, at the time that I went to testify, there were actually three bills And I went and testified against all of them in one shot. It was kind of an open testimony where they were dealing with several bills that were related or similar that day. This was in the Health and Pensions Committee of the Missouri Senate on January 20th. I'm going to play my full testimony in a moment. I'd also encourage you to go check out an op-ed that I wrote 
I wrote it for Missouri Independent. That's MissouriIndependent.com. They ran my commentary, There Should Be No Pandemic Privilege for Religion. And then we were also able to republish that at wardenway.org. So you can find it at either of those locations. It includes some of my testimony as well as a larger argument as to why I think this is important. But you're going to hear that as I play my testimony. I'm only going to play my actual testimony. I had some interactions with two of the senators, two of the sponsors of two of the bills, in fact, who didn't like what I had to say. One of them particularly got a bit aggressive, I would say, in his criticism of my remarks. But I think it just goes to show why we need to be showing up to help advocate for religious liberty, which as Baptists we have historically believed includes a healthy separation of church and state. And so clearly we have more advocacy, more education to do on these issues with our state legislators, not just in Missouri, but across the country. So here's what I had to say on January 20th in a hearing held by the Missouri Senate Health and Pensions Committee. My name is Brian Kaler, and I'm the editor of Warden Way, Baptist magazine that has been publishing in Missouri since 1896, and I'm the associate director of ChurchNet, a statewide Baptist network. And I'm concerned particularly about creating unconstitutional religious exemptions that could endanger worshipers and our church state balance. So I'm here to testify against the pandemic privilege for religion found in Senate Bills 12, 21, and 68. And I oppose this legislation not because I do not care about religious liberty, but precisely because I, as a Baptist minister, cherish religious liberty for all. I do worry about government infringing on our free exercise rights. But we need to remember that our First Amendment includes two religion clauses, and we must respect them both. Not just the Free Exercise Clause, but also the No Establishment Clause. These two clauses sit together and thus demand balance. The problem with Senate Bills 12, 21, and 68 is that they have no such balance. While all three bills rightly advocate for free exercise rights, they swing too far in the other direction by infringing on the No Establishment Clause. But that clause is also important to protect true religious liberty. To carve out a special pandemic privilege just for religious adherents is to favor religion over non-religion. It is to grant special religious rights to religious individuals and groups that are not given to non-believers. That is to violate the No Establishment Clause. During the COVID-19 pandemic, we have seen examples of governments going too far by infringing on the free exercise rights of houses of worship. And the courts have stepped in to override those rules that wrongly targeted religious institutions, and we've already heard some examples listed. But the courts have also rejected many of the challenges brought by houses of worship because the courts noted that religious gatherings in those cases were being treated like similar gatherings. That is the balance we need and that these three bills lack. Religious gatherings should be treated like similar gatherings. Houses of worship should not be hit with harsher rules than similar organizations. But religious groups should not be exempt from the same life-saving health rules to which similar gatherings are subjected. Simply put, there should be no pandemic privilege for religion. These three bills do not follow the balance required by our First Amendment or that many officials and courts have wisely tried to implement over these difficult past 10 months. To exempt religious gatherings and organizations from the common sense health rules imposed on similar events and groups does not respect religious liberty, but instead violates it. And these bills would set, I'm afraid, a bad precedent on other topics of religious liberty. This pandemic privilege for religion will not only upset our healthy constitutional church-state balance, but also endanger lives. 
So I respectfully urge for you to not adopt Senate Bills 12, 21, and 68. Thank you for your time, and I am open to any questions. As I mentioned earlier, unfortunately, this idea is moving forward. There is a bill that has passed this committee. It's headed to the full Senate. It's clearly a priority of some of our political leaders here in Missouri, and apparently it seems to be as well in states like Arkansas and North Dakota. I'll continue to advocate for what I believe to be a healthier church-state perspective, and that is that houses of worship should be treated like other mass gatherings. Religious gatherings should be treated like other mass gatherings. We should not be treated better, but we also should not be treated worse. And I think that that is important as well, because we have seen, as I noted in my testimony, and as some of the senators correctly noted as they were introducing their bills, we have seen times when governments have clearly gone too far, and the courts, like in New York City, have hit back against some of those actions. And so I think we already have a system designed to fix some of the problems, and we need to make sure that we don't allow these bad cases to make bad law which will make it even harder for us to keep people safe in our congregations if, God forbid, we have another pandemic. So I would encourage you to, wherever you live, to check out your state, see if there are lawmakers that are considering these types of bills, and even if you don't feel that you can go and testify in person, that you could write your senators or your representatives and encourage them not to push these types of actions. Feel free to contact me at bkaler at wordandway.org. I'd be happy to help you come up with some arguments as well as some ways to reach out to your lawmakers. Whether you live in Missouri or elsewhere, I'm happy to take a look at the legislation and help you figure out how you can advocate for a healthier church-state balance. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Baptist Without an Adjective. As always, you can find us at wordandway.org. Don't forget you can find my column there or at missouriindependent.com. And also, don't forget to check out our sponsoring partner for this week's episode, the Cooperative Baptist Fellowship at cbf.net. If you've enjoyed this episode, I hope that you will share it with your friends on Facebook. Head over to iTunes or your favorite podcast platform and write a positive review to help more people to find the show. It really does help. You can find easy-to-share links at podcast.wordandway.org. If you'd like to give to support this program, we greatly appreciate it. And all you have to do at wordandway.org is hit the donate button. And whatever you give there will help support the production of this podcast, as well as our website and monthly magazine. And speaking of that magazine, if you're not a subscriber, I have a special deal for you. You're going to want to get this magazine, get even more information that will inform and inspire you. Just go to tinyurl.com slash wwoffer. If you have any comments or feedback about this program or questions about these types of bills, as I mentioned already, just email me at bkaler at wordandway.org. Thanks for listening.